Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Andrew, I got a Monday show for you. So Democrats are great at boxing themselves into corners. Once you learn to see the binaries they create, the bad dilemmas, like the classical definition of a dilemma, once you get good at seeing it, you'll get good at playing the Democrats game better than them. And Kathy Hochul, the the liberal crazy governor of New York, did that in an interview. Uh, Some of you see what I mean. I got that. But that's the least important part of today's show. I'm just going to start about it because I just want to show you how crazy they are. Crazy good interview with Tucker Carlson and Mike Benz. It's been going viral. It's about how they steal elections, how they do it, and how they're running a military-grade intelligence op on all of us. We've talked about it before, but I got to tell you, he talked about it a lot better. I got some clips from that. And I got a cool weekend update for you. Hey, I've been raving about Beam's Dream Powder. They're hot cocoa for sleep. It's awesome. Get up to 40% off for a limited time when you go to shopbeam.com slash Bongino and use code Bongino at checkout. Cool weekend update coming right up for you too. A little bit of a surprise in a book signing this weekend. I'll tell you what the surprise was. For the first time, I was a little bit antsy about a book signing. What's our, who's our first sponsor today, fellas? We got a, our first sponsor today is... ExpressVPN. Going online without ExpressVPN, it's like using your smartphone without a protective case. Most of the time, you'll probably be fine. But all it takes is an accidental drop on the solid concrete to make you wish you protected yourself, correct? Every time you connect to an unencrypted network, your online data is not secured. Any hacker on the same network can steal your personal data. It doesn't even take a lot of technical knowledge to hack someone. A smart 12-year-old can do it. ExpressVPN. We use it. Why? Because I don't want people peeping on what I do online. It's none of their freaking business, especially the government. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so your sensitive data can't be stolen. It's super secure and easy to use. Fire up the app, click one button, get protected. Works on all your devices, phones, laptops, tablets, and more so you can stay secure on the go. That's cool. Tony had to move that sucker out of the way there. Secure your online data today by visiting my link at expressvpn.com slash Bongino. That's express, E-X-P-R-E-S-S, expressvpn.com slash Bongino. You can get an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com slash Bongino. We appreciate ExpressVPN. All right, Joseph, it's Monday. Go there, Daddy. It's Monday. It's Monday. It's showtime. What's the matter? A little too excited for a Monday. Okay, I am. I, mean, I, I love being with the viewer, but it is Monday. Show, you keep the, there, there, you got to keep that in perspective. You maybe hold some of that energy for Friday. I'm just throwing that out there. But thank okay. you. Joe, so My big man. weekend update. Did I went down? <laughs> messing around, but we went down to Alabama, where my favorite place on earth, outside of Florida. I love me some Alabama. We uh, went to the game, the Kentucky uh, Auburn game. Didn't work out too well for Auburn. Probably one of the worst games I've seen all season. They played terrible, but it happens. They're a good team. You know, you have some letdowns once in a while. But we did a book signing. So here's a quickie story about the book signing. Folks, I don't like to tell you stuff because I don't like to waste a lot of your time. But I was a little nervous about this book signing in Opelika, Alabama, because it happened kind of last minute. We knew we had to do one in the South, and I really wanted to do one in Alabama, and we couldn't find a bookstore. So finally, we find this great bookstore. Books a Million wanted to do it. I was like, all right, this is great. So we do it in Opelika, but we only had about a week and a half, two weeks to promote it. That was it. We didn't do a ton of promotion on it. I was like, is anyone going to? So we drive up with the security guy, my wife and my daughters are there because, you know, my daughter in Alabama and all. Both of my daughters are there. 
And I'm walking up and it's in this big kind of big strip mall, like a huge one, but an enormous parking lot. And folks, I walk up and I'm like, I don't see anybody outside. Usually there's big crowds outside. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be embarrassing. You know, we'll walk in there and maybe it'd be like 50 people there or something. Which, you know, you get a book signing with more than 100, it's a good day. Less than 100 for, for us, eh, it's pretty disappointing. We walk inside, the whole place is packed. There's like 400 people there waiting for, they ran out of books. They only bought 300. People were there just to say hello. We had this awesome Marine. He gave me a Yoda Marine. I think his name was Mark, super nice guy. And I met this guy, our official Pantera content recognizer in the Dan Bongino radio show. Uh, my man, Eric, there was his family with the Dan Tara shirt. Awesome people. So you guys are great. Thanks for showing up. And uh, the Bongino Army's real, folks. I just want you to know I'm really flattered. I really appreciate the fact that we only advertise a book signing for like a week and a half. Oh, yeah, the Paula Terra, too. Yeah, there was another. Paul. I said it should be Paula Terror, T-E-R-R-O-R, for good reasons, not bad ones. If you know, if you know, you know. Uh, but uh Thank you. I mean it, folks. The Bongino Army's real, and I love you all. Thanks so much. All right, getting back to the show. I want to play this first. Heard this on Fox and Friends this morning. So uh, Judge Engeron in New York, uh, who is an absolute life loser, obviously, um, a man with uh, deep insecurities, uh, who looks like he smells really bad, too. Did you notice that? Like the guy, when you look at him, he doesn't look like he bathes. I, there's something about these like liberals, like Rick Wilson and these guys. They have a problem with showers and stuff. I don't get it. So Donald Trump um, is taking a civil court in New York for a fraud case with amazingly no fraud and no victims. And as expected, Judge Engeron uh, penalizes the Trump empire for no fraud with no victims for what was the ruling, Tony? Ninety seven point five trillion. I know. No, Tony's saying quadrillion dollars. It was ninety seven point eight quadrillion dollars uh, for a magical crime that no one seems to know what it is. Uh, because, you know, new, it's New York and you're not safe in New York and you should get out as soon as possible. But there, no, no, no buts. No buts. Bongino Army. I'm sorry. There's no buts. It, it, sometimes in tactical fights, political and on actual battlefields, sometimes a tactical retreat is the safest way to ensure a long term victory. I'm very sorry. You must get out of New York. They will come for you. They are coming for you. It is not a safe place to do business. And Kathy Hochul set New York up with this binary. I don't think she realizes the damage she did. See if you can catch it. Binaries, Democrats do this all the time. You know the Joe Biden binary council Robert Hur set up? Where Joe Biden, he's either uh, mentally insufficient and not a criminal or a criminal and not mentally insufficient in a doc document scandal. You got to learn to see these. Tell me if you can pick out the binary in this statement here. Check this out. The law-abiding and rule-following New Yorkers who are business people have nothing to worry about because uh, they're very different than Donald Trump and his behavior. No, oh, what's, uh, what's, what's the problem? Guys, you're going to get better at me, better at this than me, okay? This is my goal. Why is it important to learn how to pick out Democrat-created dilemmas? Because if you, how do I say this without being condescending and sound like a total ass? Folks, you're really smart. The truth is most liberal voters and liberal-leaning Democrats are really stupid. I I'm sorry to tell you this. And I, don't, I, don't, I get it. It's, it, sounds like, it sounds like a jerk thing to say, but it's true. They need to have things distilled down to simple facts. 
So when you say to them something like the, about the Joe Biden classified document scandal, you got to make it really easy to understand because they're stupid. Is your guy mentally insufficient? Does he have cognitive problems? No, no, he's fine. He's fine. So he knew he was taking classified documents. So that's not what I said. Oh, so he wasn't fine. You see how you, they create their own corners? They paint themselves in corners? Kathy Hochul just did it because now here's the binary. She said, oh, no, no, come to New York. Your business is safe. Donald Trump is just, quote, different. Her word, You heard the words, right? They even put it on the screen. Yeah. So just to be clear, Joe, Kathy Hochul's now saying what? We singled out Donald Trump politically because he's different. Right. Or the other choice is, no, no, we didn't single him out. And you're all screwed if you're doing business in New York. Because karate, I, you know. Yeah. Tony, is there an option C? Tony's like, I'm busy doing the show. Shut up. Is it? He do, Gee, do you see an option C? I mean, okay, he doesn't see it either. Folks, you got to make it simple for Democrats because many of them are really stupid. I'm serious. They don't understand anything because they don't want to understand. So when you turn it around for a question, oh, they singled out Donald Trump because he's different. No, no, they didn't. She just said it. Can we play that again? Can you clear that up again? Play. She just said they singled out Donald Trump because he's, quote, different. Did you hear? Listen again. The law-abiding and rule-following New Yorkers who are business people have nothing to worry about because uh, they're very different than Donald Trump and his behavior. Oh, okay. You, so you singled out Donald Trump because of his politics because he's different. Why is he different? Oh, he's different because uh, he does business. And no, I do business in New York. Oh, he's different because he's a Republican you don't like, meaning you single out people for politics. No, we don't. We just prosecute people, generally speaking, for fraud that doesn't exist. Oh, so I could be next because I'm not committing fraud. I could find myself in court. You got to learn how to pick this stuff out. Because Democrats are freaking stupid. They always create dilemmas for themselves. All right, getting back to this. This is how I want to start the show. But this Kathy Hochul thing this morning's had me laughing. Because they're such freaking morons. You see how Democrats cannot stop the tyranny? And when you call them on the tyranny, they got to lie. This is one of the most important interviews you're ever going to see. Folks, we've been covering this for a long time. but And I don't say that to try and take credit for anyone else's work. Please, there's so much of this whining going around about the Spygate thing. It's just making me want to throw up. Everybody just shut them. I'm getting so tired of it. Oh, I did this and I, I don't care. I don't care who did what. We've got to fix this massive corruption police state problem. We got a bunch of whiny little walking around. Oh, my gosh, I should get credit. Gives a shit who gets the credit. My gosh, just shut up. Getting tired of it. It's like getting old. I don't want to make that mistake here. We've discussed this stuff often. This intel op being conducted upon you how the government is actively now acting in a tyrannical fashion, censoring you, locking up political opponents. I mean, we gave actual examples and we've discussed this, gosh, Joe, three, four, five years, six years, I don't know. The boycotts through the private sector organized with a government wink and nod, uh, the you know, locking up of school board parents who complain about the LGBTQIA, BAOPC agenda, uh, pro-life people being targeted and sent to jail for made up crimes like nonsense face act stuff 
This is real. The police state's real. But I don't think anyone, and I mean anyone, has described it as eloquently as what happened in this Tucker Carlson this inter- uh, weekend that launched this past week with Mike Benz. I was uh, in Alabama this weekend, but this thing, everybody and their mother who knows my phone number was sending me this interview. I had already seen it. I appreciate it because I like watching Tucker's show. Uh, it, it's on Rumble. It's on X as well. You can watch the full length thing. It's on Rumble now. It's his interview with Mike Benz. It is just a killer interview about the Intel op being conducted on you. Folks, I'm going to play cut one from this in a second. But what he's describing here is what I call, maybe ineloquently so, but I call it the libs of TikTok effect. The libs of TikTok effect is this. Liberal tyrants have to advertise their tyranny to other liberals. Why? Anyone in the chat know? Because they have to raise money and they have to say, look, look at what we're doing. Big muscles, front double biceps pose or whatever. You get what I'm saying? They have to, liberals who are tyrants know that other liberal tyrants will respect them if they do tyrannical stuff. Well, they're not going to know they're doing tyrannical stuff unless liberals advertise it. So they go to TikTok and other places and they go, look, we locked this guy up. Look what we did to Trump. Look, we took $92.7 trillion of his money. You get it? The problem is liberals know that doesn't sound good to normal people. So when you then go and say, oh, look what they did, they then call you a conspiracy theorist and censor you. I call it the libs of TikTok effect because that's what li- li- what they do. And then they condemn you as a conspiracy theorist. Here's cut one of this interview where Mike Benz is describing to Tucker this censorship complex. It's super important how none of this is an accident and how they call it basically censorship to their allies. But then when we call it censorship, they call us conspiracy theories and they try to conspiracy theories. They try to delegitimize us, especially when it comes to elections. Listen to this. They explicitly said on tape that they were set up to do what the government was banned from doing itself. And then they articulated a multi-step framework in order to coerce all the tech companies to take censorship actions. They said on tape the tech companies would not have done but for their pressure which involved using threats of government force because they were the deputized arm of the government. They had a formal partnership with the DHS. They were able to use DHS's proprietary domestic disinformation switchboard to immediately talk to top brass at all the tech companies for takedowns. And they bragged on tape about how they got the tech companies to all systematically adopt a new terms of service speech violation ban called delegitimization, which meant any tweet, any YouTube video, any Facebook post, any TikTok video, any Discord posts, any Twitch video, anything on the Internet that that uh, undermined public faith and confidence in the use of mail-in ballots or early voting drop boxes or, or, or ballot tabulation issues on Election Day was a prima facie uh, terms of service violation policy under this new delegitimization policy that they only adopted because of pass-through government pressure from the Election Integrity Partnership, which they bragged about on tape, including the grid that they used to do this and, and simultaneously invoking threats of government breaking them up or, or government stopping doing favors for the tech companies unless they did this, as well as inducing crisis PR by working with their media allies. I can't recommend strongly enough you watch the entire interview. It's really hard. And thank you to, was it Citizen Benz, I say, counter thing, who said, you know, maybe these three minutes are the best. The whole interview is great. But we took that three minutes from that tweet because I think, and this is just part one of it, 
You can watch the full length thing on Rumble. It's also available, obviously, on X if you want to watch it there. Uh, you know, I'm an investor in Rumble. I don't care where you watch it. All I care is that you watch it. I'm being completely candid with you. Folks, none of this is an accident. What Ben's eloquently pointed out, and that's probably the best explanation I've heard in a long time, is, again, what I call the libs of TikTok effect. How liberals, when they talk to each other, knew in advance they were going to steal the election, 2020, and they're going to try to do it again. It doesn't mean don't vote, okay? That's just quitting. I'm sorry. Don't tell me we can't win. We did win in 2016. It's impossible. We just did it. Okay, we're going to have, there's going to be a lot to overcome. We're going to need good poll watchers and we're going to have to have our antenna up. Having said that, I have zero, and I mean zero doubt, the Democrats are planning to cheat. Zero. So in their little circle, what, you know, with the libs of TikTok effect where they talk to each other, they're telling each other, hey, we already know the results of the election. Doesn't matter who runs, Biden, Gavin Newsom, J.B. Pritzker, we got this thing. You get it? Winky, winky, nod, nod. They don't say it outright, but trust me, they all know mail-in ballots are prone to fraud, that drop boxes are prone to fraud. They know it. They don't say anything publicly, but they all get those are code words for cheating. However, when you just bring up what they say, like, hey, mail-in ballots are prone to fraud, that, hey, you guys don't seem to be that interested in democracy, you keep talking about street fights around elections, they call you a conspiracy theorist, and Ben says it right, they delegitimize you by calling you crazy for pointing out their own words. So when you mention things like, hey, why is Twitter prior to Elon, I don't even know, I mean, I, I don't know what's going on now, I don't work at Twitter, I'm not invested there or anything like it. What's going on with algorithms? Why are they manipulating the algorithms if you mention elections? Why are fact checkers out there fact checking anything when they're really not acting as fact checkers at all, but journalists. If they were legitimate fact checkers, I wouldn't have a problem with it. If someone says something not true, I'd like to know. That's not what any of them are doing. I'll show you that too during the course of the show, how they're all left-leaning. This Kanakoa did a great tweet on it. Why, why, why are terms of service being manipulated to censor people? Why are they using the government intimidation tactics and threat of regulation? Because of what I just told you. I hope you guys understand this. The left needs to advertise to their own people that they're tyrants while keeping the right from exposing that they're tyrants. It's created a real problem for them. Here's part two of the interview with, with, uh, with Ben, where he talks about how this, the liberals were in, infatuated with this idea of, gosh, we could lose this thing. If we lose this thing, we're going to have to find an excuse later on if we cheat so that the cheating doesn't look obvious. So let's call it like a red mirage. It's a way to pre-bunk an election instead of to debunk an election before an election even happens. Check this out. And they said the government, DHS, could not do that themselves. And so they set up this, this basically constellation of State Department, Pentagon, uh, and, and IC networks to run this pre-censorship campaign, which by their own math had 22 million tweets on Twitter alone. And mind you, they did this on 15 platforms. This is hundreds of millions of posts, which were all scanned and banned or throttled so that they could not be amplified or they existed in a sort of limited state purgatory or had these frictions affixed to them in the form of fact-checking labels where you couldn't actually click through the thing or you had to, it was, it was an inconvenience to be able to share it. Now they did this seven months before the election. Because at the time, they, they were worried about the perceived legitimacy of a Biden victory in the case of a so-called 
red mirage blue shift event. They, they knew the only way that Biden would be able to was would win mathematically uh, was through the disproportionate Democrat use of mail in ballots. They knew there would be a crisis because it was going to look extremely weird if if Trump looked like he won by seven states. And, you know, uh, and then three days later, it comes out actually the election switch. I mean, that that would put the election crisis of the Bush Gore election uh, on a level of steroids that the national security state said, well, the, the the public will not be prepared for. So what we need to do is we need to in advance, we need to pre censor the ability to even question the legitimacy. This took out. Wait, wait, may, may I ask you to pause right there? Key influences, so what you're mm-hmm. saying is what you're suggesting is. They knew the outcome of the election seven months before it was held. It looks very bad. This is, ladies and gentlemen, did, did, did I disappoint? Well, not me, but Ben, bringing you Ben's interview. Is this not one of the best things you've ever heard? And so it's one of the worst. The content is horrible for the country, but is it not? Is it not one of the best explanations distilled down into three plus minutes and two cuts? You've ever heard of how the left has moved us towards tyranny and how elections don't really matter anymore in their eyes. He is 100% correct. They had a plan to steal it before it even happened. They, they told each other, we're going to steal this thing. Winky, winky, nod, nod. But they said, listen, if the conservatives figure out we did and expose it in that circle, we're going to have to censor them so let's set up in advance an explanation why they're censoring him. Let's call it the Res- Red Mirage Blue Shift. This is amazing. It's not funny. This is, these guys are so tyrannical. I'm going to take a break and I'm going to show you in the media how they pre-bunked the whole election. Pre-bunked it. Let's steal it, but let's put out an hour in advance when we steal it that we can go, hey, we already said this was going to happen. Folks, you might disagree, but look, things aren't as dismal as they seem. There's a point. Your family, their future, your future, you all deserve a chance. Be prepared in an emergency. Things can get bad and really fast, and you all deserve protection. My place for self-reliance is MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply has helped millions of Americans, including mine, prepare for the uncertain future. Many of them start with a four-week emergency food kit. Get one for every member of your family. One's not good enough for you. With 16 food and drink varieties, there'll be no starvation, no food boredom, 2,000 calories a day. In these meals, calories are survival in an emergency. They're sealed inside ultra-durable packaging, and the meals last up to 25 years in storage. Please don't wait. You're all reading the news like I am. Stock up on the food kits your family needs at MyPatriotSupply.com. Get each four-week food kit for $60 off. Also get free shipping. Protect yourself. Protect your family. Protect your kids. Start preparing today. At MyPatriotSupply.com, that's MyPatriotSupply.com. Better to have it, not need it, than to need it and not have it. MyPatriotSupply.com. All right, back to the show. I hope I'm making sense because this is one of the most important interviews you can, I can't recommend enough. I can't recommend enough that you go and watch it. One of the most important interviews you'll ever see. Ben's really nails it. How they have to advertise their tyranny while suppressing you exposing their tyranny. Here's a Guardian article from right before the election. You see how they already had this narrative set up? They knew Trump was probably going to get out to an early lead and likely win the election. They knew it. So they said, if we're going to steal this thing, how do we pre-bunk the election and get a narrative in people's heads before 
That way, when we do it afterwards, we can go, oh, no, that doesn't look unusual that he lost these states with late night counting. Look, we already told you it was going to be the red mirage. Here's the Guardian. Red mirage, the insidious scenario if Trump declares an early victory. Look at the date. Forget what it said. Who cares? Look at the date. October 31st, 2020. When's the election, Joe? November. Oh. They were already pre-bunking the election. They already had this plan. They knew they were going to lose, and they already had this plan. They knew mail-in ballots were subject to mass fraud. Why? Because, ladies and gentlemen, they wrote about it. Now, this is the part of the show where, I uh, please, I encourage anyone out there. I don't want to use the word steal. Please welcome, help yourself to this content. It's not mine. I don't need credit. I don't care who gets credit. But it's really bothering me how many people out there have not read these articles I'm about to show you and these pieces in advance to show you that the left was already advertising to themselves and aware that mail-in ballots created an opportunity for fraud and for them to steal an election. They already knew. Anyone telling you that it was the most secure election in American history in 2020, oh, and the left had no idea that there could be mail-in ballot fraud if because of COVID they switched to a mail-in ballot election. By the way, despite what CISA told them, remember that thing we did about CISA, that uh, cybersecurity agency there that told the government, there's no risk to in-person voting. You guys are basically making this up, and they did it anyway. They needed the mail-in ballots because mail-in ballots were prone to fraud with twice the rejection rate. How do we know that? Don't take my word for it. Never take my word for it. Do your own fact checks, real fact checks. Just read the New York Times. How many times I got to put this article up? This is the most important article you will ever see. This is the New York Times, an article by Adam Liptak. Look at the date, folks. This is over 10 years ago. This is, gosh, man, am I, folks in the chat, am I wearing you guys out with this piece? I hope not. I can't mention it enough. The left knew that COVID was the perfect opportunity to push for mass mail-in ballots because they could cheat. The rejection rate for these things and the fraud are huge. Let me read it to you. New York Times 2012, 2012, 2012, 10 plus years ago. Yet votes cast by mail are less likely to be counted, more likely to be compromised, and more likely to be contested than those cast in a voting booth. Statistics show, i.e. the New York Times is quoting actual statistics. Election officials reject almost 2% of ballots cast by mail, double the rate for in-person voting. 2%? That's huge. You know what kind of potential fraud that is? Here, they get the selection official. He says, the more people you force to vote by mail, the more invalid ballots you'll generate. The Democrats knew this. You understand what Benz is talking about? They already knew they could steal an election by using COVID as a vehicle to push for mail-in ballots because it's easier to cheat. How do we know it's easier to cheat using logic and reason? Because quoting the New York Times, who quotes statistics, statistics show it's easier to cheat because the rejection and fraud rates are higher. Folks, is any of this hard to figure out? Of course, mail-in balloting, it's going to be easier to cheat. If I have to go to an election official, official and show ID to vote, 
which isn't hard to do, then what am I going to do? Send someone else to vote with my ID? They're going to be like, I'm sorry, we already have you voted. Someone signed in as you an hour ago. Yet you go to a drop box, nobody's watching those cameras, and you dump 25 ballots in there from a nursing home or whatever, nobody's paying attention. You don't have to show an ID to the camera. Is this hard? We already knew. We've been, people have been reporting for years. So they had to cover that up. And that's where the pre-bunking comes in. That is the military-grade intelligence operation they used on you beforehand. There are, I, I say military-grade because meant to, I, meant, I, mean, I mean to talk about a certain level of excellence, but in a, in a, in a qualitatively bad way. The, the, the ba- there was a bad result, but the operation was professional. They've done this overseas. Create uncertainty. Take advantage of uncertainty. Foment a revolution. We've done this. The catch is the Intel folks and DHS and others did it on our own people by censoring Americans who were like, hey, man, mail-in ballots, there could be real fraud here. We could have a real problem, right? I know. I was a victim of it. I was uh, suspended from Twitter for even, I think, retweeting a January 6th video. I was, you know, YouTube threw me off and suspended me. Well, suspended me. We actually quit later. But suspended me because I told you masks don't work. You understand this is an intelligence operation being conducted with really smart but malicious people at the government level working with the private sector to screw you over. I'm going to show you again another piece I've showed you before about exactly what Benz is talking about. How the left knew in advance they were going to have problems with mail-in ballots. That's where the whole January 6th, I think, bomber thing comes in. They didn't want anybody looking into it. So they had to find a way to prepare their people for a street fight, knowing if it went to court, which the full mail-in ballot case has never been fully litigated. Don't believe the hype. A lot of this stuff never made it past the initial court level, where people were thrown out, cases were thrown out because of standing. The level, oh, yeah, this was all litigated. It was not litigated. The last thing the left wants you talking about or wants in the court system because they're afraid they're going to get an actual judge is the mail-in ballot 2020 election because they know the truth will come out under oath. That's why they prepared their people in advance for a street fight in the event their cheating wasn't enough and Donald Trump still won. Street fight, that sounds violent. It's their own words, man. It's their own words. Just use their own freaking words. I'll show you that in a second. I got a whole lot of show left. Don't go anywhere. I got a lot to pack in. Folks, Beam Dream, you heard me mention at the beginning of the show. You want to try Beam's best-selling dream powder? Get 40% off. The stuff's amazing. Poor sleep will ruin your life. You can tell what all my energy today. I actually slept eight hours and 46 minutes last night, which for me may be a new record. It was a long weekend. The book signings get a little exhausting at the end. Because I want to make sure I spend a lot of time with people. So I was tired. I had a little Beam Dream powder. It's a hot cocoa for sleep. I put it in some milk. It tastes great. I relax. I chill out right off to sleep after that. Sleep is super important. Today, my listeners will get a special discount on my secret. It's Beam's Dream powder. They're science-backed hot cocoa for sleep with no added sugar. Better sleep has never tasted better. And I haven't used the product in a long time. It works better. Other sleep aids can cause the next day grogginess. But Dream contains a powerful, all-natural blend. And I always encourage you to look these products up. 
reishi, magnesium, L-theanine, apigenin, and melatonin to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. Just mix Beam Dream into hot water or milk and enjoy before bedtime, right to sleepy time for me. You want to try Beam's best-selling dream powder, get up to 40% off for a limited time. When you go to shopbeam.com slash Bongino and use code Bongino at checkout, that's shop, B-E-A-M.com slash Bongino. Use code Bongino for up to 40% off. And our last sponsor, before we get back to the show, Omaha Steaks. Someone told me at the Book Science Weekend that uh, I should put a lock on my freezer for ghee so he stopped stealing all the Omaha Steaks. No, I, I like to share the love. Omaha Steaks is having a President's Day sale. You'll save 50% off site-wide. That's huge, so go today. Go to omahasteaks.com slash Bongino, and you'll get eight free Omaha Steaks burgers on select packages. That's 50% off on all of your favorite tender, juicy, extra-aged steaks like their butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering, Guy's favorite pure ground burgers, comfort classics, and easy-to-prepare meals that are perfect for those busy weekday nights. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. Endless flavor, endless value, 50% off during the President's Day sale. Only way to get this amazing deal is to head on over to omahasteaks.com slash Bongino. Shop the President's Day sale. Go today. Load up on all the delicious flavors you crave at half the price. Don't forget to look for those eight free burgers on select packages. But you're going to want to hurry because the deal ends soon. Simply go to omahasteaks.com slash Bongino. Get some delicious food. Shop the President's Day sale today. All right, back to the show. So, folks, you see where I'm going with this? And I hope I'm explaining this well. They knew they were going to steal it. They had to prepare the American people in advance with a fake narrative they could use afterwards. It's like a debate. You ever have, you ever uh, go to a professional debate where, you know, high schools and colleges debate each other? There's a technique in a debate where in order for me to put a hole in the point I think you're about to make, pay attention here. It's very important. You ever want to learn to debate your liberal friends? What you do to take the wind out of the sails is you say something like, my liberal friend's about to say that the Reagan tax cuts cost the government money and tax revenue. That's actually incorrect. If you look at the Treasury data, you'll see that, in fact, tax revenue uh, almost doubled under the Reagan administration, going from $500 billion to $900 billion. So what happens? Then when the liberal says that, he looks like an idiot because you pre-bunked it. That's the reason they put out in advance the red mirage blue wave thing. Oh, look, Trump may win, but it's all fake. So when we steal it afterwards, don't worry. We didn't steal anything. It was a fake victory. It was a red mirage. You get it? Now, they knew if this was litigated in the courts or, and this is important, or if it was litigated on January 6th when the vote was going to be certified and a bunch of Republican senators, House members started making a case in front of the cameras or in the Capitol about the mass mail-in ballot fraud that likely occurred in the 2020 election. The Democrats knew they'd have a problem and the red mirage blue wave narrative would probably collapse. That's where I think the whole bomber story comes in. I think it was an effort to take people's attention away from focusing on mail-in ballots. But here's the thing, because the libs of TikTok effect, right? Where they have to advertise to the crazies that they're tyrants but hide it from conservatives and uh, censor them if they mention it. That's what Libs of TikTok does, right? They had to prepare for a street fight. Folks, they meant it. Because there's a good possibility, even with the cheating, that Trump would have still won. Matter of fact, he almost did. He lost by a sliver. Lost by a sliver. The air quotes there, right? Even with all the cheating. 
and we won in 2016. Now, there's been some ballot cleanup since then. However, we're still going to be in for it. So this is important. This transition integrity project, they're talking about the presidential transition. This was a group of insider elite swampies who were already planning if Trump won for a street fight. Ladies and gentlemen, make no mistake. They were planning for violence. All you need to do is see their own words. This, I'm telling you, this was a, this was a professional grade intelligence op being conducted on the American people to prepare them narrative wise for what they were about to do. They said planners need to take seriously the notion this may may well be a street fight, not a legal battle. Note how they put all these caveats in here. So you're not confused. They're talking about violence. They even know technocratic solutions, the courts and a reliance on elites are not the answer here. And a reliance on elites not observing norms are not the answer. They were specific here. They were talking about a street fight, nothing else. They were talking about a street fight. Why? Because they were nervous this would be litigated in courts and a, say, constitutional judge in Oklahoma was going to get the case and go, but wait, you guys already said mail-in ballots. We know statistics show they were ripe with, ripe with fraud. You know what? Well, Why can't we look at this? That's what they were afraid of. So they had to get ready for a street fight, a street fight to cause public disruption, knowing the media would be on their side and say mostly peaceful. That would stop all this. Folks, I believe with every single molecule of DNA in my body that the Jan 6 bomber case the media operation being conducted afterwards to snuff out all of this stuff, the legal lawfare war on Trump, impeachment too, and the January 6th certification and all the efforts to suppress that, what happened that day, this is all tied together. How do I know too? Because folks, this is all, is all explains the near paranoia paranoia-like effect going on on the left about artificial intelligence right now. They are terrified that their monopoly over what I was telling you before, the left right now is a monopoly over social media algorithms. They can shut you up. Mention mail-in ballot fraud, they'll shut you right down. Fact checkers, fact checkers that are just liberal journalists giving their opinions, they will snuff you right out on social media, have you demonetized, and have you deprioritized on social media? Mention mail in Balfour. Watch what you think I'm kidding? Well, why are you talking about it there? Because I don't give a shit. Because I tell you the truth. I don't care what they do to me. I'm getting my message out and I'm on Rumble. Well, we don't do that. The terms of service stuff, the in- government intimidation. They are terrified that artificial intelligence is actually going to go out and tell people the truth through chat, GPT, and these other things. Now, does this article make sense? How are you going to pre-bunk a narrative and steal an election by putting out some fairy tale if you can just go to AI and get the truth? Big brother Biden wants artificial intelligence to control what you read, say, and think. Why do you think, folks? Read this. The Biden administration has been spending millions on R&D for AI-powered tools meant to sniff out this information. There it is. There it is. Snuff out you see the game plan? <laughs> yeah. you, I mean, Joe, if this even, if these guys were any more obvious, Dan, why are they so obvious? Because they know the media is never going to call them out. 
Bingo. The New York Post is a conservative-leaning outlet. No one in the mainstream media is going to go, wait, wait. The president, the administration, the Biden's administration, a government entity, the executive office of the presidency, absolutely forbidden by the Constitution and the First Amendment from sanctioning free expression, not in violation of any law, is spending millions of dollars to snuff out information they don't like? That's exactly what this information means. It's the same thing they did in 2020. Hey, mail-in fraud, there's a lot of fraud and error. That's disinformation. I got it from you guys in the New York Times. Doesn't matter. But why is the New York Times not getting sanctioned? Because you're a conservative asshole and we're talking to ourselves in the New York Times. Okay, that doesn't sound fair. Here, read part two of this. This AI thing is going to be a train wreck. And absolutely, if it doesn't kill us first by setting off a nuclear strike, it is going to be lib AI. Lib AI. That's all it should be. Lib AI. That's all it should be. This is, don't call it anything else. Here, here's what they're planning for it to do. The AI would alert social media companies. <laughs> it's the same plan. It's the same plan. The AI would alert social media companies on what to squelch, enabling an industrial scale version of the suppression efforts Biden's enforcers and allies already provably engaged in around COVID, Hunter's laptop, and other true stories like the 2020 election problems. I'll throw that in there. The money's going to tech development heavy hitters. Look at all these colleges, MIT, Wisconsin, Michigan, and it's here. Here's the title of the program. The Trust and Authenticity and Communication Systems. Orwell would be so proud. (laughs) It's the same freaking plan, folks. Use fact checkers, universities, and other, you know, NGOs and groups that say, you know, Truth Online Advocacy Group, which is really a liberal front group. It's the same plan. You understand none of this is any different? This is why you've got to win elections despite the fraud. We don't have a choice because if we don't dry the funding up, going to these universities and NGOs to censor us, ladies and gentlemen, it's never going to stop. Now, what was another part of the game plan that Ben's another? Watch the whole interview. You'll see addresses this too. The government, by the way, even in the Trump administration, there were people working in the government against Trump and us. I, again, fault him. I don't really care. I'm just telling you that the guy has a lot. The next administration, he knows where the bodies are buried. He came in there new. The nice part, he wasn't tainted by politics. The bad part, the swamp hurt him a lot. And we shouldn't pretend that didn't happen. Spygate, that was his own FBI and DOJ spying on him. The government screwed Trump over, even though he was the head of the presidential, uh, the executive office of the presidency. They did it to him, too. We are going to have to, in the second term, get rid of all these people because they're going to run the same op again, which is what? Well, how do we tell the normies? How do we tell the normies we're censoring people online without using the word censorship? Okay, let's just call it we're policing disinformation. Okay, that sounds good, but we're censoring them. Yeah, but don't say that. Okay, but it still sounds bad because someone's going to ask, well, what's disinformation? Well, it's basically stuff we don't like. That sounds like censoring. I've got an idea. Let's say we're doing it because the Russians are at it again. Even better. This time, let's make it China. As if on cue. February 16, 2024. Joe, by my markings, that's just a few days ago. CNN. 
Exclusive Biden officials confront limits of federal response in an exercise preparing for the 2024 election threats. Uh oh, another threat. There's a threat, Joe. So now Biden's got to get out there and make sure that they run election exercises. This sounds like the shit they pulled in 2020. That's because it is. They see it on notes and senior national security officials. I wonder if it was the same ones who fleeced the 2020 election gathered in the White House Situation Room in December to prepare for the 2024 election, they faced a pair of stark simulated scenarios that tested the limits of a federal response to election chaos. What if Chinese operatives created a fake AI-generated video showing a Senate candidate destroying ballots? How should federal agencies respond if violence erupts on election day? The, the, The Chinese government's doing it now! Now is you, folks. China's not our friend. Russia's not our friend. They would screw up an election in a heartbeat. That's not the point. That's not what any of this is about. This is all a big. I don't want to throw it to. Us. Last time we threw it, we almost broke the camera. And as he knows, we can't have a backup. This is it. This is a hook. This is a Bongino curveball with the actual Bongino hardball. This is a, they're throwing you a curveball. This is the left trying to pre-bunk an election. Hey, man, if we have to get involved and censor you, it's only because we're afraid of what China's going to do. They don't, they're afraid of what you're going to do. They're afraid you might not vote for Joe Biden. And if they steal it, they're afraid you might notice, like Dinesh or anyone else with 2,000 mules. Oh, look at this again, folks. You know how easy this is when you know what you're doing? You guys, any of you out there in the chat, you could 100% show prep my show. You could. If I took Lisa or Hoof or any of the McGroin crew, you could 100% do my whole show. Because once you learn what to look for, it just jumps out right in front of you. They're ready to steal another election again. They're already doing election exercise in the White House. And they're going to use another Russia hoax. This time it's China. Oh, here we go. Wall Street Journal. FBI director says China cyber attacks on U.S. infrastructure. Now at an unprecedented scale. February 18, 2024. Timing's awfully convenient, isn't it? Now, just right now, it's at an unprecedented, right right now. China hasn't been doing this for 20 years. Right now, it's at an unprecedented scale. You see why we get stuff like this? I want you to watch this video. This is Jake Sullivan, okay, in the White House. Jake Sullivan is the National Security Advisor, okay? He is one of the five most powerful people in the entire world. He is also a piece of human garbage and a guy who is knee deep in the whole collusion hoax, just like we're going to have a China hoax next. They're not our friends. I have no doubt they're cyber attacking the United States. I'm not telling you they're not. Let me be absolutely crystal clear with you. I'm simply telling you the FBI and others are not mentioning this now because they care about China. It's been going on forever. They're doing it now because they need an excuse to interfere in the next election and censor you with election exercises. Here's Jake Sullivan. He's, I want you to pay attention to this. It's about a minute, but it's really important. He's asked a simple question at the White House. Hey, you know, this FISA bill's up again. They want to spy on us, do FISA courts, and they want it renewed, long and short of it, where they don't need a warrant to spy on you. This is the president's national security advisor. I want you to watch how he just openly says it. Like, no, no, no. You know, the whole warrant thing, it's like you're going to get in the way. Why? Because they want to spy on you. They want to censor and steal the election. And they don't want a court to get in the way. Just like they didn't want a court to get in the way of the certification process in 2020 and look at what happened. 
Warrants, courts, no good. Check this out. FISA, there are a couple of amendments that are being considered. One of them would require a warrant for every query of lawfully selected data. If that were to pass and get into the bill, would the president veto that bill? Uh, so I'm not in a position to stand here today and make veto threats on behalf of the president. Those are, are um you know, decisions for him to make. What I will tell you is that we do not believe that that serves the national security interests of the United States. And in fact, today I will be making that case to a number of members uh, that the warrant requirement as conceived is not the best way actually to ensure the protection of the personal privacy of Americans. There are a number of other elements of the bill that we have supported that would reform and update FISA to protect the civil liberties of Americans. But a warrant requirement from our perspective would go too far in undermining the very purpose of FISA, and frankly, it would put victims at risk. You believe this shit? This is the National Security Advisor of the United States, publicly and proudly. You heard it. I'm, that's his clip, folks. I didn't, we didn't edit that, only for time. It's not Photoshopped. It's not AI. In front of a microphone saying, nah, warrants to spy on basically Americans and stuff? Nah, we don't need that. There are better ways to ensure privacy. Really? Like what? You? Your personal discretion? Why is Jake Sullivan saying this? Because the Biden team is preparing the same exact game plan Ben's described for the 2024 election. Set up to steal it, spy on people they don't like, censor narratives that go against their election theft plan, don't let people talk about mail-in ballots or anything else, and then claim everything is foreign interference and blame it on Donald Trump. Oh, they didn't do that. in They did it in 2016 and 2020. Here's Jake Sullivan, who used to be conveniently the foreign policy advisor for Hillary Clinton's campaign, openly touting the Russia collusion hoax. Not only is this guy not a laughing stock, he got promoted and is the national security advisor. The left, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. You don't have to like them. I certainly don't. But the left goes to bat for their people all the time, no matter what kind of human scum they are. The right, what do we do? We censor and throw out George Santos and then lose the seat and lose a critical vote because we're morons. The party's full of stupid people. That's why. Here's Jake Sullivan with Wolf Blitzer, a key player in the Russia collusion hoax they used to interfere in the 2016 election. This is why they don't want, they want FISA. They want to be able to use the same tools again. Oh, but they got caught. They won't do it again. Bullshit. Here, watch this. I wasn't surprised. Because what we learned during the campaign was that very serious computer science experts, people who work closely uh, with the United States government, had uncovered this secret hotline between uh, the Alpha Bank, the, the Russian bank, and the Trump organization. Now, of course, we didn't know for sure if, in fact, that were the case, but we knew that it should be investigated. And we knew that given how serious these computer scientists were, they weren't just making up crackpot theories. So it wasn't surprising to learn that even as of last week, the FBI is still looking into this. And do you have any idea what they're what they're looking for? I don't. Uh, of course, I don't have a line into the FBI on this. But what I know based on public reporting is that there is very unusual server activity between this Russian bank and the Trump organization, which suggests contact that took place over the course of the campaign. Getting answers to what the nature of that contact was and why they were going to lengths to hide it, to encrypt it is really important, and the American people deserve answers. Look at this piece of garbage. Look at that. I just played you the, your video. This guy's a piece of human garbage. He made that whole thing up. The Alpha Bank story is a total hoax. It's made up. It's a total fabrication. There's not a shred of truth to it. He doesn't care. 
the FISA courts work for them because you don't need a warrant. You can send your FBI lackeys up to the court and go, Donald Trump is now colluding with China. We warned before the election. FBI director said China cyber attacks, Wall Street Journal. Trump's doing it. They're cyber attacking the election. Well, how do you know that? Uh, it is a FISA warrant. We can't talk about it. Can we see the warrant? No, no, you can't see any of it. It's the FISA courts. It's secret. You see why they don't want to go through the standard courts and get an actual warrant? Because they're afraid a judge will be like, this is bullshit. Well, what's the difference, Dan? In a FISA court, it's totally non-adversarial. You don't find out anything. At least in a court, if you're ever charged, there's discovery in a regular criminal court. And the defense attorney gets to look at it and go, wait, this is bullshit. You see why Biden, they don't want any of that? They want to use the FISA courts to launder in their intelligence operation to you to give it some imprimatur of seriousness, just like they did with the collusion hoax. To give it a facade of seriousness. Oh, my gosh. Pfizer's looking into Trump. About what? We can't tell you. It's a secret court. That's why they love this. Here, this is an old clip, and it's good. Not too old. This is Devin Nunes and Cash Patel on Maria Bartiromo talking about Jake Sullivan, the national security advisor, and how they're knee-deep in this entire thing. That's why the Biden White House does not want to have to go through regular courts and wants these secret courts. They're trying right now to steal an election right now. I promise there's going to be another November surprise. Trump colluding with China or whatever. Here, watch this. You have to remember, it was late 2015 or 16 that we get to the plan where the, the Clinton campaign, working with dirty cops at DOJ and FBI and the media, I must say, where they set up to spy on the Trump campaign and ultimately Republicans and frame an innocent man that then led to what? So that was the Russia hoax that then led to the Mueller witch hunt. So all of this stuff is intertwined. And then you just fast forward, you know, Cash mentioned, you know, the Whitmer case and Jan 6 and whether or not federal agents were involved in that. So you just stair step. And then ultimately, this leads to what? This leads to something never done in, in American history before. You had a president's home ransacked by the same goons that were involved in all of this. And I would say that that, you know, a lot of people have criticized, you know, the, the FBI and the DOJ, and I think rightfully so. But someone are, are making these calls. And I would say that the people that have been involved in all those scandals that I just listed are the very same people that are now in charge of the DOJ and are at the White House. So you're talking about Susan Rice. You're talking about Jake Sullivan. And you're talking about uh, Lisa Monaco, who is the deputy attorney general. Look, yeah, if you don't believe that those people were involved uh, you're living under a rock somewhere. Folks, Nunes knows Nunes is the, is the founder of the feast. He's the one who exposed Spygate before anyone up on Capitol Hill with the Nunes memo, the whole spying operation on Trump. Folks, none of this is hard to understand. He just said it. The same people involved in the collusion hoax, the impeachment hoax, the raid, Susan Rice, Lisa Monaco. Jake Sullivan are all in the Biden White House right now. They're not embarrassed about what they did. They're getting ready to do it again. Pull up that CNN article again, Tony, if you can. I just want to tie it up here. This CNN article gives the whole thing away about the China thing. And you understand they're already wargaming how to steal the 2024 election. They're doing it using the same exact game plan 
they used in 2016 and 2020. Oh, my gosh. If Trump wins, it's definitely going to be because he stole the election. Look, read it right there. Biden officials, they're doing an exercise for election threats. What do you think the election threat they're preparing for is, fellas? Trump. It's got nothing to do with China. They need the FISA courts only to put paper and some, again, patina of formality on this thing so that nobody finds out it's a secret court. Oh, look, we're investigating something in these secret courts. Trump's colluding with East Kroplakistan. Oh, my gosh, really? The media will eagerly report on it as if they haven't been burned by this same stupid story a thousand times. This is how they steal these things. This is an intelligence op. This is the intelligence community, DHS, and the FBI working with the DOJ to try to fleece another election again. How do we stop it? Election observers, there have been some changes, not many, but some changes in election law. And folks, we have shown we can win. We did it in 2016, despite their best efforts there, too. There's no excuse to give up. I know the system sucks. Listen to me. I get it. It absolutely sucks. But that's the world we live in. I wish it weren't. If I could change it, you think I wouldn't? I just took up. My daughter is in, uh, in Auburn. She got a mail-in ballot. She likes my daughter's 18. She's never missed an election. I think she only voted in two. That mail-in ballot came. I went right up and gave it to her. You better vote, kid. If I didn't believe voting mattered, I wouldn't tell you to do it. Does it matter as much as it should? No, because there's a lot of fraud and your vote is watered down. But folks, we still got to fight. I'm sorry, but it's the only way. Don't give up. We got to win this election. We don't, if we lose, forget it. This is over. I'm telling you it's over. This stuff will become entrenched and we'll be living in a full-blown tyranny. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Man, what a crowd for uh, a holiday on a Monday. I so deeply appreciate it. As always, download the Rumble app. We'd love to have you here for the live show, 11 a.m. Join the chat. You can watch for free, rumble.com slash Bongino. If you want to chat, set up an account. We'd love to have you. I'm in the chat room early around. This morning was like 9.20. Tony sent it out early. So love chatting with you all. Again, 11 a.m. the live show, rumble.com slash Bongino. Download the Rumble app. And subscribe on Apple and Spotify. We dropped a little bit on Spotify. I think so many people are watching on Rumble. But subscribe over there, too. We really appreciate it. It's all free. Thanks a lot, folks. See you on the radio show in a little bit. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.